This week's episode is a sort of Holy Week 101. I'm Rachel Keefe, and this is Monday's Muse. As you know, this week is Holy Week. You may not know that not every Christian tradition or denomination observes Holy Week, and that there is a lot of variety from denomination to denomination, or even from congregation to congregation and how Holy Week is celebrated and observed. We get the story of Holy Week from all four Gospels. No one Gospel tells exactly the same story. So we piece together what happened during the week from all four of them, which is how you get the variety and how different congregations and traditions can observe and celebrate Holy Week. So I thought what I would do is just talk through the week from start to finish, because for some of you, this might be a new concept and most of us could use a refresher. So Palm Sunday is the beginning of Holy Week. It's the first day. It is a day that often there are palm branches waving in churches and there's a lot of happiness and shouting of Hosanna. It's the day that we Remember Jesus' return to Jerusalem. The story goes that he rode on a donkey into the city, and it was considered his triumphant return. Many were expecting that Jesus would be a Messiah who would literally set the people free from Rome, and so they were very glad to see his return to Jerusalem at the beginning of this final week of his earthly life. So that was Sunday. On Monday, Jesus goes to the temple And this is the cleansing of the temple when he overturns the tables of the money changers, displeased at how Roman and Jewish authorities have kind of commingled to make a profit on poor folks. And so on Monday is the cleansing of the temple. Before I go on to Tuesday, I should say that on Monday, There aren't usually specific services associated with the Monday of Holy Week. So we move on to Tuesday. In the grand scheme of the week, not much happens on Tuesday. Jesus returns to the temple courtyards and continues to teach the people. And there's a a call for repentance, essentially. And like Monday, Tuesday doesn't have any specific services associated with it. Wednesday is the kind of turning point in the week. In some traditions, this is referred to as Spy Wednesday because it is the day that Judas, one of Jesus' disciples, essentially sells him out for 30 pieces of silver to the Sanhedrin, the Jewish authorities who are pretty much hired by Rome at this point. Wednesday doesn't often have specific services associated with it, but Living Table, if you are in the Minneapolis area, is offering a service of reconciliation and release. This is a service that offers communal confession, repentance, and forgiveness. It's a great way to prepare for the remaining days of Holy Week. And that service will be at 7 p.m. And then Thursday of Holy Week is traditionally called Monday Thursday, the observance of The Last Supper, Jesus shared with his disciples, a Passover meal in most of the Gospels. It is the institution of communion, the Eucharist, the Lord's Supper, whatever you call it in your tradition. It's where it comes from, is that Thursday, that last gathering, that last dinner 
with his disciples. In John's Gospel, it is also the day that Jesus washed his disciples' feet to show that they should serve one another, that none was greater than another. So many churches will offer foot washing. At Living Table, we offer a service that includes foot washing or hand washing and a celebration and observance of the Last Supper. So we will have hand washing, foot washing, and communion again at 7 p.m. And Good Friday is probably the most well-known day of Holy Week. It is the day that we observe the crucifixion. We remember that Jesus was crucified. There are many ways to do this. Many communities have a worship service that involves different churches coming together from 12 to 3. In Minneapolis, we are offering a prayer walk at 1 p.m. that will start at Midtown Global Market and anyone is welcome to join us and that will be done by 3 p.m. The 12 to 3 time is the time that Jesus hung on the cross and where the famous seven last words of Jesus came from. On Friday evenings, many churches have a very quiet contemplative service remembering this day that Jesus was crucified, the temple curtain tore in two, the world went dark, as a way of remembering a period of time when it felt as though God were absent from the world. And we will have just such a contemplative service at 7 p.m. on Friday evening at Living Table. Saturday is often referred to as Holy Saturday, it is a day that many people choose to fast and spend time in prayer. Many churches will also have a, an Easter vigil, which is a wonderful service if you have one in your area. It often begins in the evening with a retelling of the whole story from creation through resurrection, and then there's usually a, a break fast, a shared meal at the end of that. And that can end sometime around midnight but it's, it's a great service. And it's a way to remember the, the part Jesus played in the wider story, the ongoing story. And then of course we come to Sunday, which is Easter Sunday. And that is a day of great celebration where we celebrate and remember the resurrection to new life. And that can begin with Easter sunrise to, to commemorate the women who went to anoint Jesus in the very early morning, probably before the sun was actually up. And so many will gather to have a simple worship service with songs of praise and prayers at sunrise. We will gather at Minnehaha Falls Park at 6.15 a.m. and you would be welcome to join us. And then the big celebration where the whole community gathers and often people wear their Easter best. Living Table, we have a tradition of wearing Easter bonnets and some of those can be quite fantastic to see. But it's a way to share joy and celebrate together the good news of the resurrection. This week of Holy Week is the conclusion of Jesus' ministry. It, it is the end of the story in some ways that began with God so loved the world. Because Jesus was love incarnate, divine love incarnate, and the world was so intolerant of that love 
that we killed that love, we crucified it. But God did not want that to be the final word. God always wants love, love for humanity, love for creation, our love for one another to be the final word. And so resurrection happened to give us a path from death to life, that we are constantly invited to make this journey. So I hope you journey through Holy Week, that you experience the depths and the heights, and you make it to new life on Easter morning. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.